Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. We're finally here. Feels like it's been an age since we've done one of these. I know it's uh, been a bit of a chaotic week with uh, GTL. Uh, I've been moving house and still don't have internet, so I'm running off the phone uh, here. Got a little setup now. Obviously, you can see not properly in play yet, uh, just with the plain background today, whereas JG has got a very nice... Uh, Court side, mate. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it, mate. I'm liking it. I'm just happy to be back, happy to be able to talk some tennis finally. There's been so much going on, and uh, I'm just excited to get into it. How have you been over the past week, mate? You been all right? Yeah, been doing well, mate. Uh, not watched as much tennis as I'd hoped to have watched, but there seems to be some good events coming up, which uh, I'm sure are going to pique our interest, and we can't really avoid them. So we're going to be covering more tennis than ever on Game to Love these next few weeks. Apologies, we've not been so far. Uh, recently but we are back and the big news really the big event which is on the horizon really is Indian Wells and it's going to be a two-week event this year the yeah. big news though which is a bit unfortunate is Novak Djokovic withdraws from the event and yes. I'm a little bit surprised because he's not really played too many Masters uh, events this year especially on the hard courts which is a bit shocking um, I know you've got some stats we'll talk about in a minute yeah for me, the biggest thing about this whole thing is that really the focus now for him doesn't seem to be on this whole world number one situation because I think Medvedev has a really good shot of of catching him if he's to do well in Indian Wells. Correct me if mm. I'm wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those. It's sort it's of like a he's put his emphasis on it now after he's not been able to the calendar year Grand Slam. I feel like he's a bit deflated with the season and. I don't I know. Think he's, I think he's it's, weighing it's it up, though. 
I think he's weighing up what what really matters right now. And I think that's the, the key right now for Djokovic in his career. He's had a hard season. You've got to remember that. He's been to four Grand Slam finals. Uh, what a season he's had. He's won three Grand Slam titles. He's played the Olympics as well. He's It's just amazing. But it's just a, a very scary prospect that he could lose the number one. But he's 1,500 points ahead of Daniel Medvedev at the moment. So there's a chance for Medvedev. But I think there's more than a chance, mate. The still, I he has this- to play. The problem is what he's coming up, he's defending a lot of points. He's going to have Paris, yep. uh, ATP finals as well. There's some points at stake. Uh, two of t- two tournaments he won last year. So we've yep. got them coming up. Indian exactly. Wells, I'm not sure what he's defending, if I'm honest, if anything. I uh, think this is the one which Djokovic and him have the most to gain from. And that's why it's, it's a little bit of a surprise to people that Djokovic isn't playing I Indian Wells. I am surprised. But sure, because I thought he it, wanted to cement that number one year and number he, one. He has the he has the buffer, and that's the thing. And I think when you look at he's probably wanting to go, maybe spend some time with family, recuperate, maybe get his body back in check because there are some big tournaments coming up in Europe. And he's just, he's sort of missing this whole American sort of swing for Masters and all of that sort of thing. He did the US Open, didn't achieve it, unfortunately. And now he's probably going to focus on just close to home. And maybe that's what's going to give him the mental edge going into maybe those tournaments in Europe. And maybe he'll be able to see it out. Obviously, Medvedev defending uh, the Paris Masters. Djokovic, wasn't it last year? Didn't he lose? Sonego there because he'd already wrapped up the world number one for the end of the year. I think you just got to look at what's what's more more important to Djokovic at the moment. Is his is his mental health maybe more uh, important as well? Because you think he's taken a bit of a battering in the last couple of uh, couple of months, losing the Olympics, losing uh, losing in the final of the U.S. Open. Does he need a little bit of time just to recuperate? Just because maybe he won't be able to win something if he doesn't take it, some time off. Yeah, just one thing. I don't think he, he didn't lose to uh, Sonego in um, in Paris. That was oh, Vienna. In Vienna, apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, but, apologies. But he, he did tail off it towards the end of the year. I The thing what sort of, it means, like the thing what it sort of emphasises for me is that maybe Djokovic doesn't put the same importance on this whole number one thing is what people do like his fans and other everyone else um i think it's a great achievement to be able to do it but ultimately it i think it just shows how much more important say just the grand slams are for him i think that is the pinnacle of of the sport and his yeah. focus is to get to 21 and, and and beyond and be the man who has the most I think that's what it was evident this year. He was prioritizing the Grand Slams over everything else. And listen, I, I have a lot of respect for it. I can't see, I don't think he's making the wrong decision. Um, no. Is this number one thing or what it means to be? I don't think it means that much. I feel like for me, if you've never been world number one, becoming it for the first time, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah. And seeing maybe how long you can last. But ultimately, after that, and you've done it, he's already proven that he can be the best player in the world. I think he just wants the slams. I think and the, so as not well. even just the slams, the titles, titles, slams. Does the actual amount of weeks at number one mean that so much to someone? What's like the year I'm well, not so sure only, if it is. Well, that's the only one which is sort of 
he isn't the clear outright leader, isn't it? The year-end world number ones, he's tied with Pete Sampras at six at the moment. Uh, he is still in the lead. He's still number one, but does he does he need that? Is, is there must be like you've got to weigh everything up right now in, in his career. He's physically a specimen and he can pretty much do anything he wants to on a tennis court if he's physically fit. And he's he's definitely the best player in the world. There's no doubt about that. But how long can he keep on doing that for over a course of a season? And he knows his body better than anybody. I think he knows if it's time to take a break and he needs some family time, he needs to take a take a small hiatus, I think he's entitled to it, to be honest. He got to four slam finals. I think this year, if you told him he'd win three slams and he was going to be in the final of the other one, I think he'd say, well, that's a bloody good year, to be honest. Uh, I don't think anybody saw that happening. Beating Rafa at the French, that would have probably taken that at the beginning of the year, just that alone. <laughs> Not yeah. many people can even say that. It's his third ever loss there. So True. what a great year he's had. I don't think anybody can look at this in a negative way because I think we know Australia is going to be coming up in uh, only a few months' time, and I'm sure he's, that's where he's going to be wanting to be fighting fit. Yeah, I know you're saying Djokovic, best in the world, no one can argue, but Rafa on clay still, um, I think he gives him a good run for his money, regardless of the fact that Djokovic did beat him last time at Roland Garros. So I just want to get that one in there, Ben. I'm not letting you have a free <laughs> reign on, on Novak uh, completely. Um, I'm just looking here. So the players who have entered, apologies earlier on, I was saying Medvedev, I don't think he's defended many points. It's been such so long since we last saw Indian Wells. It seems here, uh, points dropped from 2019 and or 20. Uh, was is 1,000. So he's dropping a lot of points, Medvedev. Um, yeah. And I'm looking down the list here. We've got Sissipas, Verev, Rublev, Berrettini, Kasper Ruud, Felix. I know he's dropped out of an event recently for an injury, so I'm not sure if he's going to be there. Um, and you, yeah, there's still a few good players a, a, apart from that. You've got Yannick Sinner in there, Chapeau, Hercatch as well. Um, the big names which we're used to seeing at these kind of events, like the Rafael Nadals, Roger Federer, None of them at all. And obviously Novak Djokovic now. So none of the big three. Andy Murray, I believe, could be getting a wild card. I think you've got some wild yeah. cards there, which we can uh, maybe yeah, go yeah. through. Because they're quite fascinating. And you can see here, we've got Andy Murray, Jack Sock, Holger Rune, uh, Jensen Brooksby, uh, and Zach Svazda. All players we really like. Uh, yeah. No offence to the Sock fans. I'm not a big fan of him. But the <laughs> others, I think, are awesome. And Sock, to be fair, is a very good player as well. But... Jensen Brooksby, for me, I know there's a lot of Holger Runa fans. I think we've got Melez, who's in the Discord. He's a big, well, he's one of his favourite players right yeah. now. Brooksby, for me, is a special talent. We saw what he did recently at the US Open against Novak Djokovic. I think he's going to be raring to go. In America, he's another animal altogether. And I know he can be a bit annoying with all his moaning and all of the grunting and everything else after every shot and all the little commands. But he's class and he could do... A lot of damage. He's my wild card to watch there, for sure. Oh, definitely should be. Uh, he's he's come on leaps and bounds. And uh, I know I was very critical of Jensen Brooksby because of all of his antics leading into one of the other Grand Slams. But he seems to have really, I don't know, grown up, I think would be the right word. On the big stage, I don't think he knows that will affect him in a negative way to what with uh, the fans. So he's, he's sort of reined it in. So well done to him. Uh, very happy. And uh, I'm not so mad watching him play now because you can give a come on. I don't mind all of that. Just don't want to see the antagonizing of other players 
uh, and being very disrespectful, that type of thing. Rune, though, he's been playing fantastically as well. Yep. So those two young players, uh, Svadja, I think he's slightly behind those two, but he's been given to a good account of himself as well of late. Obviously, I think he took... Did he take a set of Sinner, I believe? At, uh, Potentially. US I Open, remember. I think it was. Yeah. So he's definitely one to watch. He's just slightly behind the others. Jack Sock, obviously, we know already. He's He can mix it with the best on what his What about the top, Andy Murray? Do you know much about well, him? Well, mate, he's new on the scene. Uh, the bionic Andy Murray. Uh, I was a bit sad to see him. He lost to Casper Rude, obviously, last night. He, he was a break-up as well in that first set. Last I thought, night, oh, was it not today? I, I think it was up? early morning. Yeah, yeah. But uh, last night, well, it depends what time you go to bed. Um, okay. Yeah, from, it was before. Well, I think it was just as I was going to bed, they were kicking oh, off. Right, and okay, then I woke up in the morning. I thought, oh, he's up a break. Maybe Mario goes through. I looked. No, lost 2-0. So, uh, <laughs> unfortunately... I think it was maybe a step too far, someone like Casper Rube for Andy Murray at the moment. Yeah, but listen, Andy Murray can be full of confidence right now. He's now battling with sort of the top 10. It was quite a close few yeah. sets. And if we look at not even that long ago, a couple of months, sort of before the Sitsipas stuff at the US Open, he was looking way off the pace. Um, I know he did lose in a challenge. Was it a challenge? He just lost to a challenger yeah. player. I forget who it was recently, the Russian guy. Oh, um, oh God. Don't don't. Uh, we spoke about it on the last one, didn't we? Yeah, because I know him well. It was, it was somebody he shouldn't have lost to, really. I well, mean, he, he's a good player, and he did well I, against Zverev in the uh, in in the past U.S. Open, I believe. Yeah. I uh, listen, I, I don't want to say anything negative about Andy. I think I'm I'm actually super impressed for for what he's been through and where he was. Matter of not even a year ago, less than a year ago, he's a different player, and yeah. I'm super encouraged by his performances, even against Casper Ruud. Yeah, there we go. Sefulian, Roman Sefulian. That's Gene. it. Yeah, thanks, Gene. So we've got Gene in the chat, one of our most loyal patrons. Appreciate that. Uh, great to see doing? some other people here as well. We've got Kathy in the chat. Yeah, uh, how are you doing, Kathy? Um, a few others as well. Eddie here as well. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, uh, I think Kathy dropped a message over on Insta. Sorry, I haven't had a chance to uh, get back to that one yet. Uh, I, I saw it come in. We've just been super swamped with work. I have seen it. I will get back to you. Don't worry about that. Appreciate the nice, kind message there. Yeah, and then um, Holger Rooney, I think he lost in a challenger today. Um, but I wouldn't read too much into it. I think we're going to be really, really uh, stacked when it comes to Indian Wales and I know we're going to, I don't know if we want to touch onto the women's. Maybe we'll do that in a minute because I know we're going to yeah, talk about yeah. Radu Kano and stuff. So we'll save the women's wild cards because there's a few special ones there. Uh, this, this I thought was interesting from Sasa Osmo, a very good person to follow on Twitter, especially for a lot of the Djokovic news. He's saying Djokovic missed all four Masters 1000 tournaments in North America this year. Um, we know he's the king of the Masters. He does very well um, in a lot of them. He's won how many of them each time 36. now? Is it? No, it's all I think he's won twice. every one twice and stuff. He, he, he breaks ridiculous records. And for him not to play any of the four Masters 1,000 tournaments in North America, where he would have been favourite going into most, well, every, all of them, um, is a bit surprising. But there has been a busy schedule. You've got to remember we've had the Olympics yeah. in there, which we wouldn't have normally had. Um and we're still not. We're still in a bit uncertain times with whole, whole, the whole COVID stuff and the bubbles and um, 
different things as well. So it's not that straightforward to pick and choose certain tournaments depending on where they are in the world and quarantine rules and stuff. So we give we can give him a bye for do it for missing them. He still yeah. won three of the Grand Slams, uh, very close to winning all four. Um, yes. But yeah, fa- fascinating one. I don't think we're going to see this again. For, I think he's going to be playing more of them next year, though. Yeah, indeed. I'll move on to the next one. That's this, obviously this the quote, statement. I'm sorry. About. I'll let you read it. I am sorry, I won't get to see my fans in Indian Wells and play in the desert, uh, my favourite place to go. I hope to see you next year, Novak Djokovic. Nice, short and sweet. I don't think we can be too mad at him. Uh, I've, we've been we've been through it already. I think it's a, probably a wise thing to do. And he's just going to hope Medvedev loses. <laughs> what more can you say, really? If Medvedev doesn't win, then... Djokovic looks on course to probably get year-end number yep. one. So I think it's worth the risk. Get the rest. If he doesn't, you still might be able to get it next year anyway. But can you see him losing? Um, sort of. Mm. Do you have, is there another one? So we've gone to the last one before I talk it's, about that. Because... It's just Radu Khan. Okay, so one. let's leave that then. So let's talk about can he lose? Because I've spoke about some of the players who could threaten him. You've got Sissipas, Zverev, Rublev, Berrettini, Kasper yep. Rude. Um her catch. I'm not going to say Felix. I'm not sure if he's in a good state right now. He's injured and stuff, which is a bit disappointing. Pulled out, didn't he? He's um, my winner of the tournament. <laughs> Pulled out first round. I think it's mainly them guys. Really, I'm looking at it. I'm. St- I'm. I have to be honest. I'm looking at the name Zverev, and that's it. Um, can Zverev beat Medvedev if he can't? I think Medvedev wins. Am I being harsh? Could he slip up against someone? Could an informed Gao Monfils come through? Because wow. I can officially announce. He's back. Big yeah. Gal Monfils is back. And I'm thrilled to thrilled to say it. I must admit, he beat uh, Gianluca Mega today, 78 in the world, in 50 minutes. 50 yeah, minutes. It was a 23-minute first set and a 27-minute second set. 6-2, 6-2. Monfils looking great. I saw um, Do you know Jose only... Margado tweeting about him, about his aces. Mm. He got 13 aces in the first He only, he only dropped six points set. on his serve the whole match. Bloody hell, wow. <laughs> I know. What a crazy statistic yeah. that one is. Monfils is a bit unlucky not to get into the title of this one because I am very pleased yeah, yeah. to see him back playing well. And I'm hoping this is just now for for the foreseeable until Whoa. he retires. We're just going to see him back being like a, a staple in these events. And listen, who's to say he doesn't make a bit of run? We know what happened before COVID. He was one of the most informed players on tour. There was Djokovic and then probably Monfils tearing it up. I would have yeah. fancied him against the likes of a Zverev, a Medvedev, a Rublev, all them other guys. When Monfils was firing, he looked dangerous. And if he can get anywhere back towards that again, then we're going to have an even more exciting Indian Wells. And he's another name. You can see here he's going to be the 15th seed going into it, who, yep. who you can watch for sure. Well, and he Especially was one... now he's in the, what's he, oh. in the semi-final, is it? It's in the semi-finals. That's the one I sort of said, uh, alluded to it earlier in the week. I said... Do you reckon we're going to see Sinna Monfils final maybe here? Because Monfils has been playing really well. I've been, I've watched uh, some of the highlights of the Mega match and his movement looks really clean and uh, he's just gliding around the court again. It's nice to see any drop shots, he gets to the net and he's just sort of there with the, the, the quick reactions just to still win the point on the, on the like volley rallies at the net. And it's great to see that. And he looks like he's enjoying it. There's no crowd there, but he looks like he's having fun on the court. And that's something 
we didn't see for a while from him. I'm just so happy that we, over the past, I'd say, month or two, he's just gradually coming back, and it's uh, great to see. Hopefully, we see him in the final, because that's going to be a cracker if it's him versus Sinner. No guarantees for Sinner, though, but he's looking very good as well. Well, let's stick to Sofia, because you've got Marcos Giron there, who that's his first now semi-final at an ATP event. Uh, he's ha- gone. He's gone under the radar a little bit. Someone we not spoke about too much. He's having a yeah. great season, Giron. I know you tipped him to go. I forget if it was just the first round. I think I had him going out early doors. But I know you did a little bit better than me. He's just yeah. beaten Munar, Dimonor, and Milman. So some really top players and looked quite comfortable. It was a straight set against Milman, straight sets against Dimonor. Uh And yeah, he's he's having a great year. He really is. U.S. Open, he beat Huang. He lost out to Evans. He's not quite. Uh, that sort of next level, yeah. I don't think he's, is he on his way there? But he's still capable of pulling off some good results. And for 60 in the world, uh, he's rising fast. I think he's a top 50 player around that sort of mark. And on the hard courts can be someone who can be a little dangerous. So I'm very pleased for Jerome that he's doing well. Definitely. Really uh, an exciting, uh, another American player as well. So they've got a lot to shout about over there. Krajinovic, another one we're not really talking about. He's there in the semi-final versus no. Sinner. I think I, I pushed quite... him through, though. I think I did that in the brackets. I was expecting yeah, Krajinovic I've got the same. Yeah, I've got the same se- uh, semi-final there. I have I have uh, Monfils winning the whole thing oh, okay. <laughs> in my no. bracket. So well, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I've got a Sinner-Monfils final and I'm hoping that that comes to fruition. And I've, well, I'm hoping possible. that Monfils... I'm hoping Monfils uh, does the business. Uh, I thought it was something that was quite nice to see. Ilya Marchenko back uh, playing fantastic tennis again as well. I mean, he's been sort of trying, knocking on the door of the top 100 again. So big shout out to Ilya, friend of the podcast. Uh, get to speak to him on the, the odd occasion. Uh, I just thought he played, and his video was really funny. Did you see him? Yeah. He was interviewing John. It, John on, interviewed John Millman. And he just, uh, I was asking him about his draw, and uh, John Millman was very uh, short with it. He just said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's effed. It's effed. It's it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to say exactly what he said, but yeah, he was very blunt and uh, said, "Yeah, he wasn't happy with his draw there, unfortunately." But it is what it is. Anyway, well done, Marchenks. Uh, I hope to see you performing in the next tournament and maybe get close, get inside that top 100, and then we'll see him more regularly in the main draw of some of those events. Certainly, he's a top player. Um, Fantastic. Sticking on the men's, we obviously did give a shout-out to Liam Brody. I think it was on the the last podcast we did. He won his first challenger. Amazing for British tennis. Another Brit who's doing great, Cam Norrie. He's now into the semi-final of San Diego, the other ATP event going on right now. You're doing uh, that's well, the though. one with Casper Ruud. I must admit, I've not looked at any of the things. So, You're top. Oh, am I? <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it. Do I have? Who do I have? I've got Cam Norrie maybe going far. That's probably why. Um, you have Cam Norrie in the semis, yeah, against yeah. Andre Rublev. So yeah, you picked that one well, mate. Oh, nice one. I didn't even know. I wasn't even just talking about it because I knew. But we've got Aslan Karatsev. He got a bit fortunate. Did he get... No, Dimitrov got fortunate. He got a walkover in one of the rounds. Uh, Karatsev, though, his best result since Rome. Beating her catch. Really pleased for him. Well Uh, done. Is he back? Can he win San Diego? (laughs) 
Uh, you've got Zanego and Casper Rudy could say otherwise. They look good. And obviously, uh, Andre Rublev, Nori, some good, good players in San Diego. Dimitrov. So that one's, that's hotting up now. Yeah, I spoke, I spoke about Dimitrov. But... That's his next match. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be good. Oh, it's on be... at 3 a.m. Three he hours beat, time. Last time they played, he was injured, remember? Yeah. Uh, in Australia, in the Australian Open. And then he sort of beat him and he was just limping around the, the baseline, wasn't he? So maybe Dimitrov will be after a bit of revenge. And he's not really been tested. He had to go through against, uh, I think it was just one of these, uh, what, was it a lucky loser, I think, no, he got to war- play? Yeah. No, he, he played somebody in the last round, but I think it was oh, a yeah. lucky... Oh, yeah, he got a lucky loser, but I feel like he got a walkover in one of the rounds. I, forget which I think he did as well. I think he's had a fairly easy That's what round. I'm saying. That's why I'm not looking too much into it. He, Dimitrov's been a bit fortunate Holm, to get where Holmgren. he's gone. Yeah, yeah, Holmgren, double breadstick. But, yeah, this the Danish uh, kid, yeah. Uh, enough said about him. I think we might see him again. Who knows? We'll wait and see. Yep. I think we move uh, on to the women's, mate. Yeah, I think so, mate. I know that we said, oh, we'll try and keep this one a nice brief one. But we know that we can't do that, can we? There's no chance. There's no chance. Anyway, on to the women's. And let's speak about the return of Radu Kanu. She's coming back. And she's coming back with a wild card for Indian Wells. How good's that, JG? Finally, we're going to get to see her up against the best of the best again. Well, it's a bit ludicrous that she's um, at one point there was talk that she might have to go through the qualifiers. If she didn't get a wild card, she'd have had to go go through the qualifiers yet again in yeah. the event, um, which is ludicrous considering she just won the US Open. But that's just the way it works. Um, I must have entered before the US Open win when her ranking was quite low. But yeah, this is this is amazing. So this is her schedule now post US Open. Obviously, the news. I don't think we've really spoke about splitting up with her coach. Um, yeah. For me, I wouldn't read too much into it. It seemed like it was a bit of a temporary contract from the beginning. Um, it was always sort of for the US Open. I'm not sure if there's much more to to look to read into there. Um, but he's done a great job. It is a bit disappointing, I must admit. And the media could spin it a bad way, but I just don't want to really go down that route because I don't know. I don't know enough about it that's, nah. to be honest. Um, but with a schedule, you've got Indian Wells obviously happening very soon. He's then going to be doing Moscow and then. Kluj Napoka. I remember, I think is that Romania? I forget now. Um, yes, yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, so she's so, got she's gonna be stacked. She's playing every week now, seems. And well, in in we've got here in related news, the race for Guadalajara WTA finals is very tight. The cutoff could end up being 10. Well, the top 10. Yep. Oh, just like that. Uh <sighs> She thinks she she's got a chance, that's for sure. Um, how well is she gonna do at Indian Wells? This is the real test, and everybody, all the eyes of the world now are, are on her. And bear in mind, this is is this gonna be her fifth uh, WTA event I'm, that she's I'm, ever played? Fifth sounds a lot. I feel like there's not been many at all. <laughs> if, if you said it was two or three, I would have believed you. Like she's just not, she's not hardly played any tennis. Let's be honest. What she did at the US Open was outstanding. It was just something which is unheard of in tennis and it's an amazing yeah. achievement. And now she's playing these events. I don't know what to expect at all. Um, no. Part of me thinks I wouldn't be that surprised if she goes out first round. I know you're going to hate me for saying it. Um, but that. another side of me thinks, can anyone stop her? And when I say stop, I don't think, can anyone take a set off her? Can anyone take more <laughs> than three games? 
I'm not sure what I'm not sure which way to view it. Regardless of the fact, I, I just need to see it. I, I can't wait to watch the event, and that's that's what it's doing right now. The Radu Kano effect is getting eyes on the sport. People who don't necessarily watch tennis, we've seen it yep. since the US Open. People asking us about Emma Raducanu. What do you think? They know we do a tennis podcast. Uh, a lot of people want to know, know know what our opinions are on it. Who don't even necessarily watch tennis. You've seen her outfit now going uh, some Hall of Fame catalog for tennis, and um, they've retired it here, there, and everywhere. And they've sold out in all the shops. Um, she's got however many million followers now on on Instagram. She's signed deals with Chanel. She's I don't know. She's viewed as like royalty now in the UK. Her life's kind of set if if that's what she wants to do with yeah. it. But I think this is just the beginning of Raducanu and we've not seen yep. anything yet. And listen, it's exciting, gonna, isn't it? Sky's the limit. Let's see how I just want to see the tennis performing more than anything. I'm not too bothered about all these sponsorship deals and everything else. I know it's glamorous no. and stuff. I just hope it doesn't distract her from the tennis because she's awesome at it. And I want to see her push on and get in the race to Guadalajara, I believe is the uh, name you're I'm looking gonna call for. It Guadalajara. I believe that runs in uh, in Mexico. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, Raducanu. I've got a feeling, though, she's going to be okay. Uh, I think that she's a very intelligent girl for her age, but she's only 18 years old, but she comes across like she's got a very wise head on her shoulders. And just even just based upon all of those things, I know I've, we've said it a few times on the pod and stuff, but what she does in her spare time, I think you sort of alludes to what type of person that you are. She's a, She seems very intelligent and she's obviously spends a lot of her time. When she's got asked who are the three people that she'd like to uh, <laughs> sit down and have a, a meal with, I think she went for something like Michael Jordan. Can't remember the other one, but the other one was a guy from CNBC, like who does all the stocks and shares. Yeah, and I saw her in. Was she at Wall Street or something doing? Yeah, she was down. Yeah. She, yeah, she was very, very uh, interested to go down there. Got to sign the book there, which I only think a select few people have signed yeah, in the Wall uh, in the stock exchange. I think that she's. I think she's bigger than. Uh, I don't know. She's probably thinking even outside of tennis still like, even though, but I think it's a little bit, it's a little bit, but I think she's got her head screwed on though. Yeah. But the world's getting a bit carried away. And I'm, when I say the world, I mean a a man who goes with the name of Ben. Yeah. uh, yeah, Well, I've certainly getting carried away. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if you look at all three of these and you go, she in the bracket, she wins Indian world, she wins Moscow and she wins the other one. I'll be surprised if you don't have a win in every I've event. Got because be, I've got to be realistic because I I'll always... Be realistic. Place... Does she win? All... How, how, how well does she do in these three events which are coming up? Well, this up? is exactly it. And I well, I'm posing the question not to you to... now. How well I is try... she going to do in I'm going to try and be as realistic as I can based upon the draw that she has. And now we're going to see what she's like when she's not in a Grand Slam. I've seen her play two Grand Slams and she was amazing. The WTA event she's played... She hasn't been good at all. So this is now. She's just won the US Open. Is she going to continue to be great in these other events? Once I've seen the first event, then I'm going to have a gauge of what to go off. At the moment, she might just be an amazing slam player. I don't know. There are players like this out there who perform on the highest stage. And uh, in the other events, 
they they're not as good. I don't know, but I don't would, think would, would it be the worst thing to, to no, be great at, It's not the worst thing at all. Um, Jake makes a good point talking about the race, and it's the first year they've excluded ITF points from the ah. WTA race. If they did include them, she would be currently sitting in ninth. So that's quite a big thing. I'm not sure why they've excluded them. I think that's a bit unfair, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's a um, bit mean. I don't like that they've done that. Hopefully they can change that. Um, but talking of the race, I don't know if you've got the, the most up-to-date graphic because there is a lot going on um, with with the women's tennis right now. We're going to go back to the wild cards and the other graphics we've got up there in a All minute. Right, but, I, but I just... No, we can go to them in a minute. Sorry. All right. um, I just want to stick to this, this race. And I don't know if you've got a more up-to-date version of it because there's been a lot happening. Uh, I can uh, go and, on one. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, if you can get it up on the Stick internet, I, I can talk about this for now because you've got, well, Ons Jabur. She's tearing it up right now and she's a name who you can see on the screen right now who's sort of in the hunt. She's sitting in 10th now, but I think she could have, she's going to be moving up, uh, making a nice sort of in-row and she's currently in the semi-finals of, um, which one is it? It's Chicago, the second Chicago one. She's going to be facing Ribikina in the semis. The other semis, Vondrasova Mugurusa. So, oh, it's an amazing tournament, this one. Go. This is the one what Ben said wasn't stacked. And it has been <laughs> I, I, most stacked ever. And in my ill fairness, I was doing it from my car. So, I'm not going to uh, give myself a hard time. I, I, only, I didn't really see too much of it. And uh, I spoke out of turn. So... Uh, it is a very good tournament. So, yeah, let's Another have thing a look. Another to quickly mention, Ashley Barty, she's someone who's pulled out as well. She was a bit unfortunate not to make it into the title. She's heading back to Australia, I think. Um, I saw right. something about that, so that's a bit unfortunate. Hopefully, she's still around for the race and she's not just finished her season there. Um, but we'll have to wait and see for that. She has qualified, though. We've got Sabalenka who's qualified, Kratikova and Pliskova. You've got yep. Sakari just on the fringes, uh, Savante Mugurusa, Asaka. Well, we know she's not going to be there. Most Well, she's definitely not going to be there because she's uh, yeah. finished playing tennis this year. We've got Ons Jabur, uh, hey. Merton. And listen, you've got Radu Kanu and Coco Goff, Svitolina as well. They've all can do it. All they need, yeah. Belinda Bencic, Kontovic. It's, it's super exciting, this race, Ben. Let's be yeah. honest. We talk about the men's. I feel like it, we kind of know what could happen. We've got even Kerber. She pulls together a few results. Look, Anything's possible. Yeah, yeah we can go to top 24 and they could really make a run if they win some events. And I think this that, that's what makes it even more exciting right now, the women's side. And you've got Ons Jabur, Ribikina in the semis. That's a huge match yeah, for the race. Massive. You've got Vondrasova, Muguruza, another big, big one for the race, especially for, for Muguruza. And the what's the other women's tournament that's going on? So we've got Nur Sultan, Nur where Sultan, we have Putin Saver and Van Utvank. Uh, we already know the final. final for that, yeah. So it's the that... number one and number two seed. Yeah, shock. <laughs> I, I wanted to actually uh, just talk about, you know, we're talking about Garbinia uh, Muguruza there. She's up there in seventh. Yep. Uh, she actually just uh, knocked out in the quarterfinals. Somebody, I think we got to give her a mention, which is uh, this player called Mai Hontama, who's yep. a 22-year-old uh, Japanese girl. And she had a great tournament. Uh, she beat Caroline Garcia and Shelby Rogers in this and tournament. Dart. She beat Dart, I think. Uh, we, yeah, that was in the in the qualification. She she got a walkover against Contavit, uh, But still, she beat Shelby Rogers in three sets. And that is impressive. Uh, I think 
she could be one to watch maybe in the future. She lost to obviously uh, Muguruza, but no no shame in that, I don't think. Listen, the one I want to watch is we're talking about <laughs> I think I've probably got a win in the tournament, do I not? Probably. I must have her going deep, so hopefully I'm doing well in that bracket as well. But Ons Jabur, I hope she gets it into, she makes it into the, the, the race and, and can qualify because she's going to be really exciting. Well, you're um, f- you're f- uh, which one was that? Is that the the Chicago one? Yeah, you're fourth in that one, so you must have been doing pretty yeah, well in I that one. Yeah, I definitely put on Jabur deep. Let to so. see you've got. Yeah, Jabur into the final versus Muguruza. So if that happens, oh, mate, I've got you both could... of them doing there. Maybe. Wow, that's impressive, mate. You're doing well in two two brackets there. Had a good week. Nice yeah, one, mate. Well, after winning the US Open, I thought I'm going to win a few more. You know, well, why not? Why not? Indeed, yeah. I can't. We didn't even talk about last week's ones. I think I did all right, but I can't even remember now. Yeah, we usually to... skip past them when you do well. Uh, <laughs> no. We've got Jean saying Muguruza made her first semi-final since March today. Yeah, well, she's not been playing too much, it seems, or been injured and been a bit shaky, to be honest, ever since. I thought, I thought Australia, she was amazing. Uh, if she beat yeah. Sark, she'd have probably won the whole thing and had another Grand Slam. But yeah, first, yeah, first semi-final since March. Um, she's a great player, though, so... Wouldn't read too much into it. And Kay here saying, Barty's coach said most probably she won't play finals. I think her season could be over as well. So it's we'll the shoulder injury still, giving her problems. I think not just that. She's obviously, she was someone who took a long time to get back to tour, didn't she? Um, yeah. With the whole COVID restrictions. We know what it's like in Australia as well. It must be very tough. She's not been able to go back there, I don't think, during this whole time. It's not a place you can go in and out of. I feel like no, they're um, just relaxed slightly, allowing. I think they've just started to allow people out and in. There. Listen, there's even talk of the Australian Open being maybe cancelled next year or postponed or something because oh, they're very, very, very strict <laughs> with their COVID rules. So, Djokovic yeah. will be hoping. Saying, I think she's homesick a little bit as well. She wants to just get back. So, honestly, Barty's had an incredible year. Uh, she can do what she wants for sure. But yeah, I just thought I'd bring up the race uh, because it's super exciting. And there's a lot of big names. Hopefully, Igor Savante can keep there. But back to, here we go, the wild cards right on cue. Ben's getting quicker with this now. I'd love to see yeah, it. mate, I'm trying. We've got uh, Kim Kleisters. I did tell you, Ben, she's not going to get very far in the last one. I'm not so sure about her return. Um, didn't do too bad, though. She did. Got she set off, Shay. Shay Listen, legend of the game. I think enough's enough. Listen, if she wants to do it for her own self... That's all great. But I have nothing positive to say about her tennis. We can talk about her history, but right now I have nothing positive to say about watching her. In fact, I don't I wouldn't even choose to watch her. I'd rather watch her oh. highlights on YouTube when she played very I well. Mean. No, oh, just I honest. don't know. I think give her a chance still. I think she still deserves a a little uh, place in uh, in the tournament. People will turn up to see her and obviously we've she joins she joins Emma Raducanu as Another US Open champion with a wild card that comes into the event, which is nice to see. Any other wild cards there? What you like the look of? Um, I'd say maybe McNally, just because it's in the US, and maybe Claire Lou. But other than that, I'm not that familiar. Oh, Katrina Scott, she had a little bit of a run at one of the. I think it was was it the US Open? Yeah, I forget. I, I think she had a she had a little run in one of the slams, which was impressive. Yeah, she, I think she's, she's a good player. She's very young, she's though, isn't she? 
She's 17 years old. I was just getting it up okay. now because she is an exciting player and there's a lot to talk about with her. She didn't qualify for this year's US Open. She went out to Bonda. Um, but there's plenty I can talk about with her because she's an exciting young talent on tour. I know not too long ago, she beat, say, Brengel, 6-love, six 6-3. Six so she's certainly capable wow. of doing something. Um, and one to watch on that list. I feel like after, obviously, Radu Kanu, that was the first name I was sort of drawn to. Uh, Katrina Scott so yeah, yeah I'm excited to see what she's able to do obviously we're not seeing her much much of her so yeah let's oh, see wait and see exciting yeah yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it and seeing obviously the main thing for if you're a Brit is uh, the return of Radu Kanu and see what she's I think the whole world's uh, the spotlight is going to be on her and that's why I'm just a bit I'm a bit worried for her because I know that everybody is going to be gunning to try and be the one to say, oh, I just knocked out the US Open champion. Look, look, I just did it. She go, oh, what, can't take a set off her. I'll just beat her straight sets. Or there's going to be a lot of people out there with a bone to pick with her. Like, how dare you? I've been on tour for the past 12 years or 13 years, grinding away, trying to get into the fourth round, into a quarterfinal of a Grand Slam. And you just come in. On your second Grand Slam appearance, and just come and win it from qualification without dropping a set. I'm not having that. There's just going to be many of those people. I think she's probably she's got a, she's got a bounty on her head at the moment. People will oh, want to beat her most definitely. And I bet there's just people. I bet there's been tennis players and women out there that had sleepless nights, thinking like, oh, "God, need to get back on." The, especially someone like Cerebres Torma. Imagine her. Yeah. just absolutely embarrassed her on the court. So they're going to want to get one back over on it. All those players she beat in that run, they will want to, they'll be gunning for her next time they play her. We've got Kay saying people will know her strategy now. I don't know if they'll know her strategy, but they've definitely have watched her play now. Everyone's yeah. familiar with who she is and what her game style is. So there may be some people trying to have some tactics to suss her out and um, let's see how they get on with it. But what I wanted to talk about on the women's with obviously Indian sure. Wells, who is playing. So some of the withdrawals, notable ones, we've got Alex Androva, Ashley Barty, Jennifer Brady, no Sophia Kenin, uh, Joanna Konta, Mladenovic, Mukova, obviously Asaka, she's not playing anymore this year, uh, Van Utank, there's Nina, and of course, Serena Williams. So they're, the, they're some of the bigger names who aren't going to be playing, who we'd expect to be there. But there is still plenty. So we've got the likes of Sabalenka, Priskova, Iga Sarontek, Kratikova, Svitolina, Muguruza, who's playing great right now and going deep into a tournament. Sarkari, who wants to, well, she's very close to get into that top 10 or, or qualifying for the race to Guadalajara. Uh, <laughs> and if she's able to pick up some wins, she can. <laughs> she, she could definitely do it. Kvitova, Bencic, Kerber's going to be there. On <laughs> and obviously Andrescu, who I don't have much positive to say. She went out again, Ben. Yes, I know. Uh, it was disappointing. And who was it that she lost to as well? Because it was I one that I, it, didn't, but... I didn't expect her to lose to that person. But yeah, I predicted exactly who it was, but I forgot the name now. One second, I'll bring it up. Don't we worry. It was uh, Shelby you. Rogers. Oh, there we go. There you go. So in straight sets as well. It wasn't. I, even I did close. expect it. I, I was. I'm surprised you didn't go for it. I'm a big what, BB fan, but I think Shelby Rogers beats her. And what do you right think? Now. And what do you think that obviously Rogers beat Andreescu, Montama beat 
Rogers as well, this young Japanese player. So it makes her look even better now. <laughs> She's taken out Shelby Rogers. Tennis maths, tennis maths never works. But I think Andreescu, she she got to the final of Miami earlier in the year, and I don't think you can still say that no, she's it's been a poor out. year for her. Yeah, for sure. You can't, you can't she's coming back. Good one. She, she's been injured though, so I'm not going to jump on her too. I'm not. I'm not going to leave her. She's class. She's, I love her. She's a great tennis player. Um, I hope to see her back. But right now, it's been a bit of a season to forget for her. Um, yeah. do, do you have any other things that we can go through there? Have we gone through all of them? Um, this was just for the women's. I just thought I'd bring up the thing because it was the list of the people and the like the points that they were. No, but I mean, on the other tabs, is there any other tweets we went through? Or no, only the other one, which was the funny one, which I was going to put on. But other yeah. than that, well, I think we've, we've done a good roundup of all the results and stuff. We're going to be covering obviously all of Indian Worlds as it happens. We'll be doing draw previews, uh, some watch alongs. Ben's going to have internet and a green screen, and we're going to be ready to roll for. <laughs> plenty of tennis uh we do have a big announcement to make i don't know if i'm gonna do that before we do the funny bit or just oh, go with that i go with the i don't know let's, yeah, let's, yeah let's have a bit of laughter maybe first let's so ben's got something he wants to share Some, with everyone someone tweeted us didn't they the other day and i thought well was it earlier today yeah i think it was earlier today just uh saying i know you guys can talk the talk but can you walk the walk Ooh. which is interesting isn't it who's that uh, brave who's brave enough I to know, tweet us that? isn't it so let me just share there's a guy called john silk uh who's just showing us his serve here bit of serving practice here from uh from big john that's why i said oh. i said maybe he's a a a young john isner we've got here <laughs> Oh, that one looked like a bit of a looper there. John. There's a rough one coming up here. I think it hits the camera. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's not that one. I think there's it's a worse one coming up. I think there's an ace in there. Oh, oh there that, one, that one, that one, that <laughs> one. That's the one you have to dodge. But no, fair play to John. He's out on the clay courts at the moment. Um, That's it. Look I'm at very him. He's jealous. I'd love to be sliding on around like a young raffer. It is like a little raffer on, on, on Satya. Here he comes over Here to the camera. Go. Look at that. He's got the raffer headband on and everything. <laughs> Loving it. Anyway, shout out to John Silk. Hope you are well, buddy. Uh, good to I see you. I can't on wait the court. to play you, mate. I'm going to have to play him on clay now. Now, now I know he's a bit of a clay court specialist. Mate, I can't wait to see it. Challenge JG on the clay. And don't worry, we will be bringing out. Uh, now I'm sort of nearly up and running in the new place i'm gonna get on to challenge jg uh just get that finished and we'll get the first episode out on the patreon uh make sure to sign up if you want to have first viewing on jg's first opponent on challenge jg it's uh going to be quite an exciting one and that will be can uh, a sort of mini series that's just going to be running and then we'll bring it out on youtube afterwards but yeah, did you want to go with the the final announcement of the podcast, JG? It seems like it's uh, a big drum rolls in order. That's my it, drum. It roll. is a big drum roll, but really, we've not done anything for the last week with it, so we should have just released it earlier. But yeah, yeah, I can sure. announce officially the merch is here for Game to Love. So go hey. check out the merch, buy whatever suits you. And it really helps the podcast out. And you look sexy while doing so. I can assure you, 
Um, it is the hottest stuff around. <laughs> you can't get better, I've heard. Honestly, we're going to be uh, wearing it on the catwalk. Oh, look at that. Rafa on the down oh, t-shirt. Wow. Oh. The king of clay. We've got a Radu Kanyu one there. Radu Kanyu. Can. <laughs> uh, we've got a game set button, part of the collection. Obviously, that's the bigger one. We have a smaller part of the collection as well. Um, and... I'm going to go through some of the others. Oh, there Come we go. for we've the got... tennis, stay for the buttons. Yeah, we've got a settling the goat debate with <laughs> our man uh, Novak Djokovic. We've got a business NT, one of my favourites actually. I think it's quite a nice T-shirt. It comes out quite good as well with the printing. Um, we've got one of sort of this the classic. If you just is your essential, you can wear it as pajamas. <laughs> you can wear it maybe with a, a blazer over the top of the. Of the GTL logo T-shirt, you can smile up if you want. You can do whatever you want with this. I feel you can even tie it at the stomach and have a bit of have a bit of belly showing. It's up to you. Is that what you do? Is it? Well, that's what John Silk does. And honestly, I think the looks. <laughs> I think that looks brilliant. So brilliant. There's, oh, a, there's we... a lot of great ones here, and this is oh, my that's... personal favorite. Wow, so I we have we're... part of the game set button collection: the bucket hat. And oh, you may be it's... saying twenty pounds for a bucket hat. That seems steep. I'll be honest. I agree. And we would love to make it cheaper. For some reason, it cost this website an extreme amount to make a bucket hat. Um, and out of everything we're on, we're selling on here, we we hardly make any money on the bucket hat. So don't get me wrong, buy it because it looks great. We're, we're we, make, we hardly make anything from it. We're gonna get the bucket hat because we love it. And yeah. we couldn't really we couldn't really avoid not having it, but it is a bit steep for what it is. I must admit, we've got a game set button collection accessory oh. pouch for oh. all of your essential accessories. They go in the game set button by games to, to love. Are you going to school? Need something to keep your uh, pens, pencils, that type of thing? Maybe you're just a, a, a busy girl on the move and you just want to keep your makeup in something. Perfect thing. Look at this. The accessory pouch game set button. And I know with... you're all you're all wondering, why have we got bucket hats? It's getting cold. Don't worry. We've got that covered as well. Ben's <laughs> going to go. Well, we'll stay at the left. No, go up. Ben. Go up. <laughs> We've got the mug. We've got the mug. You can put oh, some, warm, some warm drinks in that mug. The future of tennis game to love. <laughs> and then if you go to the right, your arms could get a bit chilly. It's getting a bit colder. Yeah. We've got the snow. Go right, Ben. Right, right, right. right. And we have the long sleeve game set button T-shirt. So don't worry. Oh. We will look after you, even if you're in England and you are cold. Let um, us know if you want some, if you want any designs made in hoodies, things like that. Or if, you, if you're not happy with just a T-shirt, it's cold where you are. You might be in the North Pole watching. Who knows? And you want something. You don't want a bucket hat. You want a woolly hat. Who knows what you want? Tell us. Leave it in the comments or drop us a line on any uh, social media. We will try and make it happen for you. If you but... also want any colors changed, you can go and click on them and you can change the color of all the T-shirts. So if you maybe want wow. one in a different color, there we, there is options. So here is the big one, the King Leon. You may think you're not wearing your glasses and there's multiple King Leons, but that is just a design. We've got the fireworks flying as well. Thanks, always. Listen, we've got to, we've got to just commemorate the King Leon. He's a special member of Game to Love and we've got a T-shirt made just for him. To the left of the King Leon, we have the game set button. This is for the more, I don't know, the more stylish individuals, a bit smaller. It's not so intimidating Sorry. it depends what type of person you are do you like the big one do you like the small one you can choose the luxury is there the power is in your fingertips 
you can have whatever you want. I feel like I should be walking up and down wearing it while you're describing it. I don't know. Is that how, that's how I feel like a, like a catwalk or something? We need like well, GTL catwalk. Like, and this is the bucket hat. You see, look, and I'll just be there like. Uh, well, I thought uh, maybe we could have got a button. I'm just wearing it and walking up and down. Well, so, maybe there will be eventually. But maybe go there. up to the top because then I can show you the piece I've actually got myself. So you'll be seeing me wearing this, mate, more or less every single podcast. This one at the top, I really like. If you go to the left, actually, before we go on the King of Clay, this is very stylish. It's the inner part of our logo, and I think it's the better part of it. This is a really yeah. nice piece. Um, <laughs> for the more stylish individuals, maybe you've got a nice flashy watch. It doesn't have to be a Rolex. Anything of that caliber, you get one of these ones. You get one of these T-shirts. You're the coolest kid in school. You're the coolest kid at work. You're the coolest kid in your family home. Um, this is the one you need to get. And just to the right of it, of course, the King of Clay. It's all blacked out, but I think we know who it is. There's only one of them. There's obviously a few princes, but there's only one king. And that is my man. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because I'm not even sure. For, well, I think it's pretty obvious who it is. We've got the Spanish <laughs> flag there. Um, and yeah, this is a piece I love. I'm going to be wearing it every single day. I'm going to have to probably peel it off me to have a shower uh, once a week, which is more than I usually do. So... Yeah, that's a special piece as well. Hopefully you guys like it. Let us know if you have any questions about it. Message us on Discord or Twitter and we can accommodate any of your requests. Uh, ultimately, hope you like it. And if you want to buy it, it helps the channel out and you're going to look good while doing it. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, Bosnock saying you guys need to get Matteo Berrettini to model it. The most handsome man on tour. Yeah, I'm sure well, he's cheap. We've got Ben. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to start with me in a Berrettini mask or something. There you go. But yeah, I think that's it, mate. I think we should wrap it up. Uh, great to be back. Great to be bringing you another pod. And yeah, we'll try and bring you another one over the course of this weekend as well. Uh, just wrap, well, wrapping up all the stuff that's going on. If we can bring you a watch along, we will. But it'll be dependent on schedules and stuff. I know it's all still a bit hectic. We're trying to sort all the stuff out we've got going on at the moment. Yeah, and if it wasn't even hectic enough, I'm also moving house as well. Just to, <laughs> I know. Just to <laughs> put a bit more um, <laughs> issues amongst it. But we're going to be back. We'll be doing some podcasts. We're going to wrap this one up because our 30-minute podcast has now gone on for 53 minutes. Uh, but shout out to everyone who has joined us. If you enjoyed it, hit the like button on the video. Subscribe if you're new. And we'll see you very soon for another live podcast. Take it easy, guys. See you, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.